What's up, Upright Armada? It's Matt Shu from Upright Health, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about a mental health issue. We're going to talk about how you can get mad at anything so that your stress hormones stay high, so you constantly feel angry, so your body feels like crap, and so you feel like you always want to get in a fight about something. So, if you find that you're too calm, if you find that you are just feeling too good in your life and you want to make sure that you're constantly mad, this is the episode for you. Now, if you're somebody who's already constantly mad, you might find that there are some things that we talk about in this episode that you could address to make yourself less angry and less mad all the time. And, you know, if for some reason you want to be less mad all the time, then that could be helpful, I guess, right? So we're going to cover a three-step process for how to get mad at anything. And you can either use this to get mad or you can use this to get not mad, however you want to use it. All right, so let's jump into it. So first step, if you want to get mad at anything, you want to ignore the intent behind whatever you are observing. So for example, if somebody says something to you that could be taken as innocuous or just neutral. You want to ignore whatever their intent was. So when I was in college, for example, uh, I was taught as part of my writing training, my literature training, to actually ignore whatever the author had intended when they wrote whatever they wrote. And then to extract whatever meaning I wanted to from that text and use the text and twist the text to prove my weird, bizarre assertions. This is something that it seems a lot of people have learned to do recently, and it's uh, a really helpful skill if you want to get really mad and really angry at somebody because you can take whatever they say or whatever you read uh, that they've written in whatever way you want. And then you could twist that and get mad about it. So I'm going to explain how you do that in the next step. So number one, we ignore intent. Number two, you want to seek to find the worst possible interpretation of whatever that person has said or written. So the best way to do this, if you want to get really, really, really angry, is to make sure that your interpretation creates a victim. Could be you, or it could be a whole lot of people. Whatever it is, you want to make sure there's some kind of victim because it's going to help you get matter, more effectively matter. Okay, so we first ignored whatever the person's intent was, then we, number two, seek to find the worst possible interpretation and include a victim, if possible, in that whole scenario. Okay, so for example, you know, um, well, I'll give you an example of this after, after we go through the three steps. So third step, you want to engage a sense of injustice. Okay. So if you create a victim in step two, in your interpretation, then it's really easy to then engage your natural sense of injustice, which then turns into rage and anger because this injustice Injustice just makes us mad, right? So if we can see injustice in whatever we're trying to get mad about, it's going to make us rage. It's going to make us really pull up that angry energy and get us 
moving in that angry direction. Now, if you want to really supercharge these three steps, if you want to get really good at getting angry all the time, I have a couple tips I'm going to share at the end of this um, that will really make it easy for you to get mad and angry and really get you on the offensive so that you're always feeling offended and then you can go and attack other people. Okay, I'll share those tips later, but let's go through an example of using these three steps to get angry at something so we can get really stressed out, so we get our hormones raging, so we get our bodies feeling like garbage, okay? So first example, maybe the only example I'll give today because I want to keep this short. Somebody asked me, where are you from? Now, step one, ignore intent. I can say to myself, this person is, ask, is asking where I'm from. That must mean they're saying they don't want me here and they think I don't belong here. Now, it could mean, it could mean that they're just curious about where I'm from. Maybe they hear the way I speak and they think, hmm, this person is not from here. In fact, that's happened, you know, when I've traveled around the world, uh, when I was in Germany or Japan, any country, I, I would often be asked by people, where are you from? And they always wanted to know geographically where I was from. But in those instances, I could just ignore their intent and just think, oh, they don't want me here. They think I'm an outsider. They obviously are trying to make me feel bad about myself. Okay, so now I'm kind of going into step two. I'm seeking to find the worst possible interpretation. They don't like me or anyone who looks like me. That's what this is about. That's why this person is asking where I'm from. Now, I've successfully gone through steps one and two. I have ignored their intent. I have found a terrible interpretation that makes me a victim. And then I can engage the sense of injustice, which is they are unfairly judging me and trying to make me feel like an outsider. And they probably do that to everybody else who looks and sounds like me. And I'm not going to take it. I hate this person. This person deserves to be taken down at least three notches. See how that works? You see, you see how angry you can get yourself? How easy it is to get angry at something super innocuous, something that's very, very neutral? The thing is, this is so easy to do if you just start off with step one and ignore the intent of what somebody says or writes. Uh, it's a skill that I know I learned in college. Uh, I felt at the time was a ridiculous thing to be teaching and a ridiculous philosophical approach to analyzing literature. But it's apparently the way a lot of, well, from what I can tell, a lot of, it's the way a lot of people operate these days. And I know I've made this mistake too. I, I do this and 
I have done this, I do this, I try not to do this, but um, in all kinds of areas of my life. Right. So you could even see this as uh, this is something that happens all the time when you're dealing with emails or text messages, right? It's so easy. It causes problems, right? A lot of people have problems understanding what's being said in text because you can't hear the tone of voice. You can't see the person's face. So something as simple as thank you, period, can actually come across as offensive, right? It can come across as maybe this person is angry at me because there's no emoji, right? And then you could twist that in your mind to find the worst possible interpretation, like maybe this person is a racist and hates me, or they just don't like me, or they're just, they're trying to make me feel stupid by just writing this little thank you with a period. That's not fair. I'm a good person. What's the deal with that? And then you spiral into that sense of injustice, that sense of anger, and away you go. So now you've seen two examples of how these three steps can work, how you can just get yourself mad about anything somebody says or writes to you. Now, I promised that I would also explain how you can supercharge this process so you can just, you can just go nuts with it. You can make yourself angry about everything. It's very simple. Some of you probably already do it. I know I have done it. I, I know in college I was doing it every night. Um, and some nights, because of my toddler son, I've done it inadvertently. But here it is. Very simple. Stay up late at night. Don't sleep enough. And use your phone, computer, whatever internet device, social media. Use those things a lot. As much as you can. Because what it'll do is it will reduce your sense of patience. You, you just won't have, the, you won't have the ability to be any kind of patient if you're sleep deprived. Or understanding because your brain is fried. And using these internet devices and especially social media and text messaging, email, constantly checking these things will get you into a real nice frenzied state so that you are being impulsive and you're expecting results, answers, action, motion really, really fast. And if you do these things, your brain is going to be moving at a thousand miles an hour and you're going to want to react to whatever your first horrible negative interpretations are. And then you're going to get pissed and angry. And that is going to just happen in an instant. It's going to be like, just like that. You're going to see something. You're going to say, oh, that is, that is not right. That is not right. And then you're going to want to tweet about it, write about it, send a nasty letter, write a terrible comment. And then just slag that person off so hard that is how you get angry because you're sleep deprived you're on the internet all the time you've ignored intent you're looking at the worst possible interpretations and you're engaging your sense of injustice that's how you do it it's simple it's easy now if you're one of those weird people who 
doesn't want to be mad at anything and everything all the time. If you're trying to actually reduce the amount of angry you are, then the simplest thing you can do is start to look at how often you're using this process, whether you're supercharging it with the sleep habits and internet habits, and then address some of these steps. You can think about sleeping better, using your phone and the internet less, and then seeking to find interpretations of other people's words that are more gracious and understanding that most people are trying to be good, generally. Some people are not, that's fine. But there's enough people out there doing things that are not right. Things that you might, you know, you, you might reasonably get mad about. There enough, there's enough of that stuff out there that you don't need to seek it out and try to twist people's words or try to find injustice where, you know, maybe, maybe you're just interpreting things um, in a way that creates anger for no good reason, right? So either way, if you want to be more angry, we've laid out the steps here. If you want to be less angry and you don't want to get mad at everything, then you can reverse engineer the whole process based on what we've laid out here. If you want to get more angry, it's going to get you amped up. It's going to get your stress hormones fired up. It's going to get you feeling like garbage all the time. It's going to make you feel tight, tense everywhere. It's going to make you feel like you can't breathe. It's going to do a lot of, a lot of things, turn you into the Hulk without the muscle. Right? If you reverse it, then you're going to feel calmer. You'll be more productive. You'll probably have better, probably have better relationships and you'll just be happier in your life. Choice is yours, do what you wanna do, but I just wanted to lay out these simple steps for you and give you the tools to help yourself either become that angry person you have always dreamed of or become that calmer person that you've always, or maybe not always, but that you've recently wanted to become. So that's it. There it is, everybody. That's it for today's episode. I hope you find it helpful in whatever direction you choose to take it. If you found this helpful, entertaining, educational, share it with somebody, your friends, your family, somebody. Just share it. I don't care who it is. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Tell people, 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 tell people about Upright Health and this Upright Health podcast. Find me on YouTube and head to my website, uprighthealth.com to become a student or a supporter. And as always, I hope you remember that pain sucks. Life shouldn't.